When I say vision, you say. Today's episode examines our visions for our lives and how religion and spirituality informs the steps we take to realize that vision. I'm joined by one of my oldest friends, entrepreneur Gisela McKeel, and we discuss our relationship with God and the pursuits of our destinies. I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing so great. I'm so excited for this. Me too. Thank you for thank you for joining my podcast. What I say. You're so welcome. Thank you for having. Okay. Me. Oh, of course. I can't. I can't wait to get into it. So, uh, who are you? <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? For sure. My name is Gisela McKeel. Um, I'm a creative branding and lifestyle photographer, blogger, educator, and entrepreneur. That's really good. That's like a really good elevator pitch. You got it down. Thank you, girl. <laughs> and so just some context about us. We, uh, I've known you for like a smooth 20 years. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Right? It's crazy. We went to middle school together. We went to fifth Ex- and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I up and moved across the country and then life happened. I know, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, yes. totally. So super excited. 20 years, wow, you sh- you're telling our age, but that's okay. I know, yeah, <laughs> I'll read, I'll edit that part out. No. <laughs> and so, okay, I'll get right into the poem. Okay, let's do it. It's called Without Misgivings. Dear Lord, this is my litany of sorts. I've got my wits, see the course, and I bring with me your force. I'm focused. All I ask is that you give me the cords, or even open the doors and add strength to my voice. I'm David. I left home thinking it was a mission, but no one guarantees you won't get less seeking more except you. I pray my days won't be dazed by my vision. Now I only need something worthwhile to stand for or bow to. Without misgivings, give me a life of conviction. So good. (laughs) (laughs) i love it so much so what i want to get your thoughts your initial thoughts on it um my initial thoughts is uh first of all the um the title of the poem without misgivings you know that's powerful in itself because sometimes we do so many things where we're kind of weary of it or we don't know but it's straight up saying like i don't have any doubts like this is what, like, this, this is it. Like, this is what I want. I'm, I'm coming to you just full heartedly, like without misgiving. So that's the, my initial thought that, um, title just kind of slaps, slapped you upside the head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I just love how it's, you know, like a poem. It, it is a poem, but <laughs> I love how it's you know, to the Lord and just you know it just starts very sweet and just very open and vulnerable so those were my my initial thoughts yeah so some context I actually when I was uh living in New Orleans I was attending this church called One Hope which is like the best church ever it's such a good church the people are amazing the pastors amazing and so for New Year's they had this 21 days of prayer like uh challenge if you will and so I was waking up like five o'clock in the morning to go to church to pray which is everything about that sentence was new to me waking up early (laughs) going to church early 
praying for an hour. Um, and so like the first week was dope. I was like inspired. I was crying every day. And then as with most like New Year's resolutions, the second week, it was like, oh, <laughs> so <laughs> like, Bye. what do I do with Bye. my hands? <laughs> <laughs> so and then there was I wrote this while I was there because I was just sitting there everyone else is doing their prayer walking around they've got their rhythm and I was sitting there I was like let me start from the basics dear lord <laughs> and then the line like this is my litany of sorts came right afterwards and I was like oh look at me try to rhyme first thing in the morning <laughs> I just like kept writing it and it just kind of like came out of me like um I don't know what I'm doing right. but I pray that you can give me your guidance and and really sh- make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wanted to, you know, pull you in as someone, you know, a pre- as a PK. Yeah. I definitely wanted to get your perspective on that. Um, I And I love the line, this is my litany of sorts, because I think sometimes we get wrapped up in this is how prayer should be or you know, get wrapped up on this is how I should pray and, you know, it should be formal. But you, by you saying this is my litany of sorts, it's just like, this is how I choose to pray to you. You know, this is like, we keep it real. And I think some people forget that, you know, um, before the tradition, way before religion, it was a relationship, you know, and just mm. us having a relationship with God. And, you know, that's the most important thing, you know, because sometimes we, you know, people get wrapped up in, you know, the traditions and things like that. But if we really just boil it down, it's really about like, this is my relationship with Christ or, you know, this is how we do things. He knows me. I know, I know him. And by you saying, this is my litany of sorts. Like, this is how I'm choosing to pray to you right now. Like just super being, being super real and just giving you what I got. I love that second line. Oh, thank you. So how do you, as someone who's you know been raised in the church, and I've, I consider myself a Christian, obviously, I've, I grew up church adjacent, let's say that, like, <laughs> I'm one of those, I, I go regularly enough, but I don't, I still feel like I'm in the infancy of my beliefs, like, I still know that there's so much for me to learn about God and about Christ and his work, so, but, you know, as someone who has matured, who's more of a mature Christian, how do you talk to the Lord how do you how did you go about building that relationship um it's almost like meeting somebody for the first time right so uh let's just say you you met someone and you met them in class for instance right and you sit behind them and at first it's like hey how are you doing you know I'm jazz or whatever (laughs) (laughs) what's your name you know that type of thing um but the more you see them the more you get to know them, it's just like hey what's up what you doing or you know and True. You, you build a relationship with that person and I believe it's the same with being in a relationship with God it's just like you know um people that are new to the faith it's like well you know they may say like the Lord's prayer or something you know they've been taught or something like that but the more that you spend time with him you know five minutes here five minutes there Um, the more you get comfortable, you know, the more you like read the word and the more you learn about him, you just get comfortable. And, um, that's really like it is. And the amazing thing about building a relationship with God is he knows everything about you anyway. So you Um, can truly, truly, truly be yourself, 
you know, like you can go to him. I'd be like, Lord, I'm struggling with this. Like, I'm your girl is on the struggle bus, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's that real. And I like to consider myself like that close with Christ and where I can truly be myself. You know, some prayers are more in depth or some prayers, you know, I spit back the, you know, the word to him, you know, and just give him his word and just repeat what he said in his word back to him. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just, I'm myself and I'm real. I'm like, Lord, you know, this is what I'm struggling with and I, I need you or, you know, this heart, this, this is hard for, for me today, Lord, you know, it is. And so, um, I think it's, it's truly about like a relationship and it's just spending more time with him. You'll get more comfortable with them. Absolutely. And do you feel, um, like the second stanza, um, I end with I'm David and I feel like uh, I had been learning about David and reading Psalms. And first off, he's a dope poet. If we're just looking at it objectively, yeah, yeah, he's, like a, he's, yeah he's like a writer's writer. Like he's really good. So anyways, so I'm like learning about David. And um, I think it's so fascinating that he, from an early age, was like ordained or like anointed, like appointed. He's going to be king. Like yeah. at an early age, he was told he was going to be king. And then he proceeds to live a life that is not king-like. Like, he has probably one of the harshest lives. <laughs> and so I'm just thinking, like, this notion of our our journey and, you know, our destiny. Like, what we know we're put on this earth to do. And then seeing where we're actually at. Seeing the incongruency. But how do you connect the dots in life in general? But also, how do you connect the dots with Christ? Right. Um, I think... Uh, one of the cool things about it is because God will literally, like you were saying, God will literally use anybody, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter what you've done. If he has an assignment on your life, that assignment is going to get done. You know what I'm saying? And so the pretty dope thing about it is that um, he'll take anyone, like, like you said, David had a hard life. David was super real, but David wasn't always about that, you know, writing for Jesus life. (laughs) So and sometimes his verses are like, yo God, kill my enemies. (laughs) I'm like, bro, I don't think you can just ask. God just (laughs) take them out because I'm tired of them for real. (laughs) Like seriously. But you know, and that's the thing about like being super real and like a relationship. And I'm gonna keep talking about relationship because I think that's like that is where everything grows from. You know what I'm saying? So like you were saying with the incongruencies of life and how do you get back to it? You know, um, if there's a call of God in your life, God, you know, it's, it's going to come full circle. You know, you may go through some things to get you off track or, you know, be out of the will of God. I, I've been in a situation I was completely out of the will of God, but like life in Christ, it gets you, it gets you back to where you need to be so you can, um, definitely carry out what he wants you to carry out on this earth yeah and as someone I mean you and you said in your introduction you're an entrepreneur you really stepped out on faith to start your own you know business and you really grinded on that and I really wanted to get your perspective on how do you keep the faith not just in God and your relationship with God but like in yourself to walk in your truth and pursue what you what you know to be your destiny um, whoa, that is, <laughs> is literally, like, I'm just like, how 
do I do? I don't even know. I know, girl. <laughs> I don't answer my own questions. You'll learn that I have really good questions. I don't answer them because I, I ain't got no answers. Um, <laughs> it is, it's really about just knowing that God has told you to do something. Like, because this, this is what he'll do. He'll be like this. I'm not necessarily going to tell you how to do it, but good luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm here if you need me, but, you know, like, you you got to, he'll kind of, he'll let you do it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, like, that's what keeps me going, knowing that this is what God told me to do. You know, like, sometimes that's all literally all that I have to hold on to, like everything else is going wrong. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I can't give up because this is what God told me to do. I have people that are waiting on me to fulfill my purpose because they need me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't give up on those people, you know? Um, and that, that's really, that's really what, it, that's what it is. And I keep the faith by, um, first of all, staying close to Christ by prayer. I can't do it without him but praying but also I got to keep working on myself um like I have to I'm reading books all the time you know um I have conversations with a lot of entrepreneurial friends of mine um and those are the things that kind of keep you going because other than that like like entrepreneurship is hella hard right um and it's it's it starts in your mind it really truly does and so um even me stepping out and, you know, retiring from my job and um, just doing it, it was a mind thing. Like I just had to make the decision and just stick to it and and know that it's going to take time. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be um, super fulfilling. And so I just keep the faith in, in that way and just keep going. Cause I know that the, there are people waiting for me to reach where I need to reach where I need to be. I love that. That's so heavy too. I love the idea of, you know, it's important to pursue your destiny, not because it's self-aggrandizing or anything, but because you're there to serve other people and your purpose helps someone else's purpose. And that ripples through, like, that's so powerful to me. Right. And I know one, one of the things in the poem, um, was actually like an older line that I had been trying to put in another poem. I couldn't find the right fit. But the line was, um, give me something to stand for or bow to. Just give me a life of conviction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've been really struggling. You know, I have political aspirations and I want to, you know, do public service. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian, but like, I just want to be faithful in something. I just want to do something where I get out of bed and I feel passionate and I want to go and do it. And that's a big struggle for me. It has been a struggle for me, just like finding that passion so that I know at the end of my life, like I lived a life that was meaningful to me when I did something meaningful, Um, but that's hard. And how do you find, how do you continuously find that, you know, that passion? What sparks your passion? Um, It is crazy. And I love, um, I love the, the line pray my days won't be dazed by my vision um because it gets blurry a lot of times <laughs> you know um just with having so much that you want to do and having um so many passions and just trying to figure out 
what it is you are to do. Um, it gets blurry, but I know always what works for me is take it back to the basics. I literally have to be like, what do I love the most? You know, because there's so much that I can do. There's so, there's so many like little paths I want to take, but I have to be like, okay, what are the three things that I love the most? <laughs> like, calm yourself, Jazz. Like, you know, don't get, just just calm down and just figure it out. So definitely going back to the basics, you know, and I know I love people. <laughs> I know that I love uh, photography, you know, and Christ. And so things like that just help, help me kind of just to, um, keep my passions and really kind of stay focused. Um, and so just going back to the basics and just literally, I'm such a visual person. And so I like write everything. So I just know in my life, these things need to go in these categories. And, um, and that's, that's just how we do it from day to day. Wow. Do you like vision board? Do you make vision boards? In my mind, I vision board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last time I made an actual vision board was a few years ago. And I know vision boards are like super awesome. Right. But I never, like, I always see people like making them like, oh, I should make one. <laughs> never do but I write everything down like seriously I really do write everything down and I have um I'm more of a words type person so uh -huh. everything's written and um I try to just kind of allow my mind to create the vision of my words rather than me seeing it and I look at stuff but I don't take the time to like glue it on paper so <laughs> <laughs> I think I made a vision board once and it just kind of had it was like from a Vogue magazine so all the buzzwords were like sexy and fierce <laughs> and like I guess I wanted to be sexy and fierce three years ago but maybe I was I don't know <laughs> like things change so much like I can see something and I'm like, oh, oh, I want this. Okay, okay, this is like now my vision. And then I see right. something else and it like grows and I'm like, I don't even have another magazine to like put this on my vision board. <laughs> so I'm like, Pinterest, like Pinterest are my, it's my vision board. And like Instagram when I save stuff, like though that's my vision Oh my board. gosh. I already have my dream house saved in my Instagram favorites. Like it's done. It's already it's designed. <laughs> Yep. So catch me on Pinterest vision board or Instagram vision board. <laughs> oh, sure. So it's funny that it's funny that you're a writer. It's funny that, you know, we just got a chance to re-catch up after almost 20 years. And I still feel like we have so much in common. I mean, because you and I were like inseparable. We were Nicole and Nicole. We were oh, like, oh, so we good. were the squad, man. I know. And so it just makes you wonder, like, do you think, in addition to kind of fulfilling our journey career-wise, do you think there are people that float in your life that are just meant to be in your life, regardless of the paths that take them out or take you out or whatever? Most definitely. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, the amazing thing about that, and I've... I've kind of been through a lot, like with um, friends and dealing with friends and things like that. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends, but what I can say is that 
when you make a decision to improve your life or when you make a decision to go a different path, um, God will definitely take out people that need to be taken out and, and he will put in people that needs to be put in. And it does like clockwork, like clockwork. Um, but you have to like pray and you have to really like um, ask for those things. And there's a prayer that I pray and I literally do not pray it until I absolutely mean it. Absolutely. Oh, goodness. I say, Lord, whatever is not supposed to be in my life, take it out. And when I pray that prayer, like, I know things are going to change. And I don't do it until I'm ready for the change because I know something's going to change. I've had boyfriends literally drop off the next day, like, shifts but they all come, like people come in and come out when they're supposed to. And that's not to say that I don't love them or care for them, but it's just like when there's a call in your life and there's a call on everyone's life, I believe, you know, when there's a call in your life, you just have to be ready for those things and just know that what's in your life, it matters. The people you hang out with, it matters. The people in your life, it matters. The people you talk to, the people you give your time to, all of it matters. It matters. And so I definitely um, believe that um, the people in your life and just people flowing in and you're out of your life, it's all for purpose. You know, some people are in your lives for seasons. Um, yeah. A season can be months, years, days. Um, but people are so important. And um, it is, it's definitely, this so true. Like people come in and out, but I think it's, it's for a certain purpose for sure that's really intense that's like a really intense prayer and thank you for sharing it first off but mm -hmm. I know like that those kind of prayers I'm always scared to pray because I know he's gonna respond that's when he responds <laughs> is when you are like <laughs> when you're like oh god I'm willing to do what you're gonna tell me I'm afraid of what he's gonna tell me sometimes I'm straight up like maybe I'm not ready to get rid of all this trash in my life yeah. so I'll be like god can you just can I just sidestep three quarters of it? And God does, <laughs> he's not a sidestepping kind of God. So like, I commend you for having the faith and then also having the, you know, the vulnerability to say those words to God and then be receptive to his answer. Cause yeah. I'm just, I want to be there. I told my best friend <laughs> that um I have like, like God is my GPS Mm -hmm. So when I have a big decision in my life, I'll be like, yeah, I'll pray. I'm heavily in prayer. God, please give me direction. And then when that decision is resolved, I'm like, cool. Well, I got the steering wheel. I'm going to put you on <laughs> mute real quick. I'm going to keep driving. I got to get to go. And then I get lost again. <laughs> That's the right. trick of it. Right. <laughs> so, instead of being like, oh, okay. So you resolve this one. Maybe I should let you help on the next one. Right. So That's something I'm really yeah. working on. <laughs> Yeah, and just like ways, um, you know, <laughs> when I know where I'm going, I put on ways because ways be like pothole, police. Yo, know? that's smart. <laughs> so I keep it on because I'm like, look, I need some help on these police officers. Not that I speed, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, just go keep keep God on like ways so you can get. Oh my gosh, case. I'm so arrogant. I don't put on if I know where I'm going. I don't put on the GPS much like in life. If I know how, I'm like, cool, I got this. Be getting lost, be getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> like, so right. maybe I should have just like listened to Waze a bit more. 
And Waze will tell you about those potholes, I promise. That's true. And they got the cops on lock. I still wonder how, like, shout out to whoever's actually saying, you know, putting in the data that says there's a right. cop here. Whoever's doing that. Right. Shout out to y'all. Waze users. Shameless work. <laughs> right. It's sponsored, sponsored by Waze. Waze. <laughs> Sponsors. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, thank you for, God, just thank you for, first off, being you, because you're amazing, and I'm glad to, I'm glad we're getting the chance to reconnect and, like, rehang out and everything and pick up where we left off 15, 20 years ago. Like, that's dope. That's really dope dope. to me. And uh, thank you for joining my podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for these beautiful words. Like, I'm so excited to read more. Um, and thank you for having me. This has been super awesome. So Thanks. you're gonna have to have me on again. Of course, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. You've just heard the poem Without Misgivings. It's featured in the forthcoming book Durance. For more information about the book or to be a guest on the show, please shoot an email message to LaFootsPoetry at gmail.com. Or find me on all social media at LaFoots. Thanks for listening.